All right. I'm here with Will Vanderwall. It is 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and we are here to talk about one man, one team. Actually, two teams, because there's been a trade. Carson Wentz headed for the Indianapolis Colts for a conditional second-round pick, which could turn into a first with certain, um, certain snap counts, I think, depending on how much Carson Wentz plays and a third-round pick. This felt kind of inevitable. Um, what started out as a promising, happy love story turned into a very messy divorce and mm-hmm. eventual breakup. Um, this past week, we didn't really hear much about anything until today, but alas, Carson Wentz gets a fresh start in Indianapolis. So let's hop right into it. An obvious winner here is Carson Wentz. Um, he needed to get out of he needed to get out of there, meaning Philadelphia. Um, his relationship with Doug Peterson was fractured, and really that whole team was the opposite of ideal for Carson Wentz. And we saw it last year with our own eyes. The offensive line was atrocious. The Eagles, outside of Miles Sanders when he was healthy, uh, did not have. <laughs> they were pulling guys off the street to play wide receiver and their poor drafting uh, caught up, caught up to them in the worst way possible last season. So, Will, I want to get your initial thoughts on, on this trade and specifically about Carson Wentz. Um, initial thoughts are just how little they handed up um, receiving for Carson Wentz. Cause the Eagles camp just in general the entire since the end of the season firing Doug Peterson it's always not even just two different stories it's like eight of them and they're all going out at the same time this week there wasn't really anything about any trades that the Eagles were making which was the first week that there wasn't any news um was it last week or the week before it was going to be done that week they had multiple offers. Um, they thought, believed that they were in the position of Matthew Stafford rather than the position of Jared Goff, or in the possession of um, Matthew Stafford rather than the possession of Jared Goff. So they thought that they were going to be getting um, a lot back. I think it was just a lot of things just to like stir the pot and draw more interest. I think there were a lot less teams interested and there were, and really there was only one landing spot for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I feel like that's what the Jets might do if they eventually try to move on from Sam Darnold. Like, I feel like the coaches are going to hype him up a lot. The organization's going to hype him up a lot to draw mm-hmm. an interest, and then that's what, where they might cash in for a big trade, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely agree. I think he was – so when Nick Sirianni was hired – to be the Eagles head coach. I think there was a, I'm trying to remember what we were all meaning like the sports masses, like the media, what we were all thinking was going to happen to Carson Wentz. Um, I think there were chances that they were going to try to resurrect him and Jalen Hurts wasn't going to be the QB one, which now looks incredibly likely. Um, mm-hmm. But re- regardless, I think this trade needed to happen. Props to the Eagles for, letting him go 
Uh, sometimes it, it's just better to let go, and this is exactly what happened. But back to Carson Wentz. As you said, the Colts are a fantastic football situation right now, especially for a quarterback like Wentz who he, he kind of needs, like, therapy slash rehab mm-hmm. in terms of football. And I think the Colts are a fantastic environment for that because, A, they have one of the best, if not the best, offensive lines in the league Mm-hmm. that also has the best interior lineman in the league in Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. Their weapons are better than the Eagles. They're solid. You got JT Hines, Hilton when he's healthy, Pascal's and or excuse me, Pascal and Pittman who's still promising. Um and most of all, he's got a nurturing and very familiar head coach in Frank Reich that can definitely help the reclamation process of Carson Wentz. Um I feel like you can't underrate familiarity especially with a coach quarterback relationship and especially considering the success Carson Wentz had under Frank Reich granted the team was just a little bit better than it was last year um but Frank Reich is going to want to fix Carson Wentz and mm-hmm. best of all he knows Carson Wentz he knows little ins and outs and nooks and crannies that maybe new coaches or just even other coaches may not know. And I think that's great. Um, speaking of reclamation, the Colts are going to need to provide all the support they can to resurrect Carson Wentz, or at least just make him better. Just start that slow uphill climb. Um, Will, what, what do you think needs to be done in order to reclamate Carson Wentz? Mm, I think he needs... The environment he's going to have, it's going to be – it's kind of like a Markel Fultz situation to draw between sports of just – you're kind of out of the limelight in terms of just Philly fans can be really harsh sometimes. Um, Indiana, Midwest, he can be out there. Um, apparently he likes to go hunting a lot, so that's a very good calming environment as well. Um, and, again, weapons. I mean – with the cap space going up, I think it was today or late yesterday they reported it's going up to 185, which is a five mil cap increase, and that is the floor. So it's not going to go any lower than that. Um, they have a cap rollover of eight millions. Their adjusted sap salary cap is 93 million or 193 million dollars for the Colts. So the next year, as of right now, if they were to keep everyone who's under contract they would have $44 million to work with. So you can go after a Chris Godwin. You can go after um, if either of the Lions receivers um, decide to move on. You can go after a whole bunch of people. And this free agency seems to be really offensive weapon heavy. Yeah, wide receiver is loaded. So let me just list some of the names. Allen Robinson. Uh, you mm-hmm. got Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., who I think is mm-hmm. – Marvin Jones Jr. is criminally underrated, uh, partially because he's played for the Lions all these years. Um, I think he's had some drop problems, but underrated red zone target. In a good situation, I think he thrives. Uh, you already said Chris Godwin, Will Fuller, uh, even guys like Juju Smith-Schuster and Curtis Samuel could mm-hmm. definitely could definitely help. So wide receiver is loaded, not only in free agency, but in the draft. Um, so the Colts have the 21st pick. So that means Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Jamar Chase 
and Kyle Pitts are probably going to be off the board by 21. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means I think if they can't score big in free agency with one of the receivers, which I certainly think they can and they should, mm-hmm. um, Kadarius Tony, super slippery. He's shifty. He's hard to bring down, even though he's a smaller guy. He's got his route running is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you – not only at Florida, but did, I, did you see some of the Senior Bowl drills, those highlights? I remember you, you were hyping him up a lot from the Senior Bowl. Well, guess who else hyped – just funny, I should mention this. Uh, Dave Gettleman, when he was talking about why he picked Daniel Jones, he was like, oh, I just love them at the Senior Bowl. It's like mm-hmm. at the Senior Bowl, guys practice with each other for one week, and it's basically just a scrimmage. So mm-hmm. to base your reasoning off that, I thought was kind of stupid at the time. But, hey, it looks like he's our starting quarterback for the foreseeable future, and I'm fine with that. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's Kadarius Tony. He was absolutely dusting guys at the Senior Bowl. Like, there was a play. There, there was a route he ran in, like, one of the practice drills. It was, like, an out-post route. He totally, like, lost the defender. Granted, he dropped the wide-open pass. But still, the route mm-hmm. running was – was pretty impeccable. And then Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Big target. Could certainly be an X-factor receiver. Um, good hands. Great 50-50 ball winner. Um, the Colts just need, even though T.Y. Hilton, I think, would be better suited as a wide receiver, too. He's proved he can be a wide receiver, one, when Andrew Luck was there. Um, but he just hasn't stayed completely healthy recently. Yeah, and... Uh, his production just hasn't been great. Granted, Jacoby Brissett's been playing quarterback. Well, they had Philip Rivers last year. And Philip Rivers. But right. I'm gonna sneeze. No. Wait. All right. Well, anyway, or they could even they could even beef up the offensive line more. Just really make sure they're protecting mm-hmm. Carson Wentz with a guy like uh, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern who could play. He can play pretty much anywhere on the offensive line. I've heard, which is great, and teams need that. Um, is he going to be off the board by 21? Considering the teams in front of them, yeah, probably. But even a guy like uh, Sam Cosme or Alex Leatherwood or Elijah Bear Tucker would certainly suit them well. So at 21, they should definitely make sure they get an extra weapon for Carson Wentz, whether it be mm-hmm. another receiver or offensive lineman. Yeah. I feel like they're at least going to get two headed into next season. Whether it's two really good ones, two – it's going to be at least two mediocre, whether it's um, using uh, the 21st pick and kind of hoping that someone from uh, that wide receiver class really breaks out and then, I don't know, taking one maybe in like the third round getting lucky. But so, they're minimum taking a wide receiver first, hopefully getting someone in free agency. But, I don't know, I see people going here. So, the yeah, so the Colts, they have six total picks but three of them are after the fourth round. So that's really just – it's honestly just like a crapshoot after that. So they have 21, 54. So if you ever get a chance, go on profootballnetwork.com. They have, like, this really cool mock draft simulator. You can, like, make trades and stuff and pick for teams. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Anyway, receivers after the first round, after Chase Waddle-Smith pits – and then there's like a second tier of Tony and 
Bateman, it kind of drops mm-hmm. off, but you still got solid players. You got Terrace Marshall Jr. at LSU, another big target. Rondale Moore, highlight reel, even though he's kind of, he, he is small, but he's mighty. He really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown, uh, Equinemius's younger brother out of USC. And then I guess you could take some flyers on guys like Tillon Wallace, Oklahoma State. Uh, Nico Collins out of Michigan. One guy, if he ever catches college highlights, Jalen Darden out of North Texas. His footwork is unreal. He's five, he's like five nine, one seventy four, but he's literally like a, he's got like those dance dance revolution, like that kind of footwork. <laughs> it, it's I'll I'll send you, that you said there's like that. a twelve. I love that there's you like said a twelve that. minute highlight reel, and it's his balance. And just shiftiness, it's it's really incredible. He's like uh, the Chris Likes almost of of college football. Man, I'm glad I I'm glad I was able mm-hmm. to throw Miami basketball in there. That doesn't happen often. Anyway, so we we've established that the Colts should get more talent around Carson Wentz because we saw what he can do with talent around him. Uh, he went 11 and two yeah. in 2017 before getting hurt. Obviously, um, another. Mm-hmm thing I want to touch on uh you already said that Indianapolis is a lot less demanding of a football city than Philadelphia now while mm-hmm. I have not been to an Eagles nor Colts game in either respective cities but I know that Eagles fans ask a lot out of their team and not that Colts fans don't it's it's just on another level in Philadelphia so I think that should definitely take mm-hmm. some pressure off of Carson Wentz and one more thing Carson Wentz just has to get better, too. Um, mm-hmm. His decision-making has to improve, uh, both throwing the ball and just knowing when to get out of the pocket. I mean, he's not like Kyler Murray. He can't just pull a play out of his ass like that, but he can still get out of the pocket. He can do it. He just has to mm-hmm. know when. And I don't think we need any next-gen stats or PFF stats to know that Wentz was – just bad last year, even though the situation wasn't mm-hmm. ideal. We could just see it with our own eyes. Um, but he just needs to get mm-hmm. better. But I really like the situation for Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. I definitely think it's a fresh start. And then the other winner is, I think, the Colts. Um, you get, hopefully, your starting quarterback for the next few years. Carson Wentz is only 28. And you only mm-hmm. really gave up two picks. I mean, the worst-case scenario is that Carson Wentz is 2020 Wentz, but he's still playing enough to where Philly still gets a first-rounder. That's the worst-case scenario, because then you got to be like, ah, now what do we do? Because if Wentz continues to mm-hmm. suck, even in a nurturing environment, then it's going to be like, what do we do? Because I can't think right now what the... Um, the 2022 quarterback, both the draft class and free agent class is going to be. Okay, here we go. So Roethlisberger, Brady, Breeze is done. Okay, so if Marcus Mariota. Roethlisberger yeah, is probably, probably, probably done. Brady's staying in Tampa Bay. Taysom Hill, I wouldn't be shocked if the Saints make him the starting quarterback. They seemed really committed to him in the, I think it was like the three games he played last season, and mm-hmm. they won all three games. 
So I honestly think they they would be fine with him, even if when even if Jameis Winston does end up becoming the starter, they'll still use him as a tight end like they did last year. I think. Um, Marcus Mariota is gaining some steam as a possible trade asset because he showed off some fl- he showed flashes this year on uh, on Oakland mm-hmm. or Vegas. Jeez, I still call it Oakland. Um, you got Nick Foles. And then everyone else on here is either definitely staying with their team or definitely not starting caliber. Yeah. So the the Eagles are going to be rooting for Carson Wentz to just play because then that would bump the second rounder to the first rounder. Um, but I think the Colts mm-hmm. definitely win here because Phillip Rivers was pretty good last year. Um, I gave the Colts a lot of crap for signing him. I thought he was toast, but he was not toast. He led them to an almost win against the Bills in the playoffs. So I I really like the Colts, what the Colts did here. Will, do you have anything to add on? I mean, I was thinking just like I mentioned to you this right before. This is like they drafted again pretty much. Just in, like, you don't know what he's going to get. You essentially know what the floor is going to be, which is a benefit of him not being a draft pick. Like, you know, the floor is the 2020 season. Yeah, he sucked, but Phillip Rivers was – he was good last year, but he threw a lot of picks, especially at the beginning of the year. And a lot of them them were, like, dumb picks. Like, not like Evan Engram dropped the ball and it landed in someone's hands. Like, he he was just throwing (laughs) straight to the defense. Keep going. Yeah, but um, I feel that the Colts are also obviously the Eagles situation is in. Colts got a really good defense to help Carson Wentz out, and they have a really good run game. So if Carson Wentz continues to stink, they can just run the ball a lot more than the Eagles did, keep the ball out of his hands till he gets more confidence. I think it's just going to be an easy situation for him and probably the perfect situation yeah, for him. Yeah, it's, because it's not like they don't have a running game. Like, they absolutely have a running game. A Jonathan Taylor. Game. It, t- it took a little bit. It took a little bit. But they figured it out, and he blossomed. I mean, he Hines. Hines, is, Hines is good, too. I like Hines, too. He's a nice yeah. l- little lightning in the bottle out of the backfield. And then uh, yeah. poor Marlon Mack. Hashtag free, hashtag free mm-hmm. Marlon Mack. Continues on to this day. I'm sure Achilles, right? I cannot remember. But I loved when he finally got playing time. Um, I think it was two years ago. And he blocked some, but I think he'll be stuck behind Taylor and Hines for the foreseeable future. But uh, I think the the Colts, well, I think they got better, obviously. They were going to have Brissett start a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not great, but but passable. Wentz, if he, if he returns to... Anything like his 2017 self, I'd call that a win for the Colts. Mm-hmm. Anything, even if it's 2019. 2019, his numbers weren't great, but it's just he didn't have enough around Very him. true. Because everyone and was the hurt. The Eagles' continuous whiffing on draft picks really caught up to them. They suck, man, at drafting. Yeah, it, I, was, I was talking with Mr. Bad. Herbert on this podcast a while ago about just how the Eagles drafting has been atrocious and people wonder, oh, why why are they 
why do they keep drafting wide receivers? Because they keep missing. Drafting Arcega Whiteside over DK Metcalf. Drafting Rager over Jefferson. And then being stuck with guys like Greg Ward and Travis Fulgham. It was, it was pretty low. So I want to move on to sort of the losers of this. The, I said the Eagles' finances... One, because they obviously took the largest cap hit from a trade in football history with, I think it was $33 million in dead cap by trading Wentz. Um, It was great that they traded Wentz. I think that was necessary. But considering how much stuff they ponied up to make it work with Carson Wentz, I'm talking about like draft picks and, and money and contracts. Um, this isn't your ideal return. If you're the Eagles, I thought it was funny how the asking price went from, uh, quote unquote Stafford like, and then ending up with two picks. I mean, granted one could turn into a first, which considering the Eagle situation is valuable. Very, but I think their return was passable, but not fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, 2021 season on paper looks like toast. Like, scrap this. Um, you're what? Negative $45 million already in cap, I'm pretty positive. That sounds about right. But, nope. Uh, okay, negative 50. If they keep everyone, their top 51 is negative 41. Still, you're toast. You don't. Or you do actually have a quarterback. Never mind. Um, for now. I thought they didn't. But it's all – yeah, for now. Um, I mean, it's the aging veterans big contract scenario. And you look at it, you go, on paper, it's toast. And then you remember, this is the NFC East. Correct. Very correct. Literally, the Eagles with possibly one of the worst quarterback performances I've seen – in terms of someone that just like kept playing even though he sucked. Are you talking about Nate? Are you talking about? Oh, and I was talking about Nate. <laughs> no, like, yeah, exactly. They don't play Nate Sudfeld. They make the playoffs. The Giants make the playoffs. Um, Giants make the playoffs. Oh, okay. Anyway, there were one game out of mm-hmm. making the playoffs. Um, and they won. I what? think they won. It was either like four, four or five games. Five game, five games, five games. I think five games. Yes, because they played for the tie that one week. That but, was hilarious. Against yeah. the Bengals. Yeah. Oh my god! But they could still do it. I mean, the Cowboys are obviously going to be better. Hopefully, they have Dak Prescott back. They're planning on franchise tagging him again. At this point, it should just be called Dak Prescotting. Yeah. Um. Um, Heineke to the Redskins, very, very happy that they signed him. Oh, crap. It's okay. Football it's okay. Team. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Just keep going. It, it's oh. okay. Just keep going. I know. It's okay. I'll keep going. Heineke, um, football team, two years, $8 million. Um, Very, very, very solid as well. Um. Unless he, unless unless he proves that then, playoff performance was a fluke, I feel like that might have been like the game of a lifetime 
there's like a definite possibility that was a game of the life. That was Heineke's one shining moment. There's the there's the possibility that it's the one shining moment, but a football team has to do that no matter what. You have to sign him, give him that chance no matter what. B, you're playing against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are eventual eventual Super Bowl champions. And their D-line, which Tampa Bay essentially won the Super Bowl with, he made them look like idiots. Agreed. Like, he... I'm not... His, like, pocket movement was almost as much as, like, what Patrick Mahomes no, no, was Patrick doing. No, no, Patrick Mahomes was just, like, Mahomes frantically running around because... It, it was like, yeah. you know, have you seen those plays where the, on like on a screen pass, the offensive line sometimes just like doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, that that was kind of what it was like. I, I'm I, I'm agreeing I'm agreeing with you that it, that happened, that he did put on that performance. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it could be like a Jeremy Lin thing, where it could be like that's the one shining moment. Yeah, and then he crashes back down to earth. That's a possibility, but then there's a the possibility that he he yeah, continues I would... playing like that, and two two years, eight million looks mm-hmm. like a bargain. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's just going to be solid, though. I don't feel like we're going to get. I mean, that performance, like you watch it, it looks spectacular, and then you go, "All right, there's if a couple of things happen, and like forty yard pass wasn't dropped, um, they had another drop, their defense." gets, like, a couple more stops, they, like, win the game. You could play that game. But I feel like he's going to be a solid option. I don't think they – I don't think Washington um, needs, like, spectacular right now because that defense is only going to get better. And if they just mm-hmm. – yeah, Same they thing just, with the Giants. If Washington just adds, like, a couple of skill players – like, McLaurin's already great. Antonio Gibson was a nice surprise. Um, I guess they just need to find, like, another playmaker, like a big target. And I, yeah. I guess you can't never have enough on to offensive linemen. Um, and then the Giants, yeah. I feel like if they play their cards right, they can certainly get better. The defense was great last year. And you guys are getting you guys are getting, getting Saquon, Saquon back. back. And which means that your defense is going to get even more rest because you can run the Hey, ball. Gallman wasn't terrible. He just kind of ran straight. Never like made, never made a. He like never made a cutback. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying he's terrible. No, he's no not one Saquon. is Saquon. That that is absolutely true. Yeah. And then I'm kind of so, in a way I'm kind of I mean, glad the Giants didn't make the playoffs because that would have bumped our pick down like eight spots. Mm-hmm. So, actually, maybe the NFC East does yeah. get better next year. But not gonna be amazing. Um, honestly, the Eagles might just go ahead and just kind of cut their losses this season. I mean, cap situations like horrible. Next year they have next year meaning twenty twenty two. As in twenty 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 two. Yeah. Um, just waiting for this thing to update. They have thirty-one million in uh, cap space. Uh, they could void Malik Jackson's contract, which would save them twenty-two. They have a club option on Alshon Jeffrey, saving them fourteen. So I think they just punt I on this. I think season. that would be a good idea. Still have Fletcher Cox. Still have 
Uh, Dirty Slay. Still got Brandon Brooks. Um, completely forgot they had Marquise, Marquise Goodwin. He's getting paid seven oh, million dollars. That's too. a good. Uh, that's a good. Who he play for? Question. I didn't know he was on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember because uh, I think he got hurt the last Forty Nineers. I think he was hurt this past year. That's his problem. He's had um, ankle issues. Um, but yeah, he's. They already got their run straight wide receiver. They kind of just need a bigger. They just target. need an X factor, and then it's the like someone they can trust on third down to like throw to. Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, how good is Hurts? I feel like, if anything, it's kind of weird, but this trade kind of hurts Jalen Hurts because now he's expected to perform next year, and. If he doesn't perform next but, year, but as you said, you just said the Eagles should punt. Then why why is Jalen Hurts expected to be good then? Because it's the Eagles. I get that they're demanding, but I feel it's like the, they should have a sense the Eagle, of understanding the, that this they're not supposed to go eleven but, and five. No, no, NFL franchise seems to have an understanding on let's take a step back and address the season. And be like, oh, he improved from year to year, but he didn't make a giant improvement. I mean, I really liked Hertz's first game. That was the one against the Packers, right? Um, no, Saints. Comes in first game against the Saints. Uh, they win. Which was me... shocking because the Saints defense was oh, insane yeah, before that. that w- well, I don't know if that was the first time, but I remember – that was his first oh, start. Oh, first start. Oh, I'm talking about like the first time he came in the game. That was against the Packers. Mm. Okay. Yeah, his first start against the Saints, yes, he did have two people rushing for 100 yards, but he like managed the game well and seemed to perform well under pressure against the Saints defense, which in two previous meetings against Tom Brady make, made him look like hell, Carson <laughs> Wentz. Yeah, um, and Jalen Hurts is a guy that like wants pressure. We even saw Alabama when he came back in for Tua, I think, of the mm-hmm. SEC championship. Like, he, he performed under pressure against Georgia. Yeah. 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 I just I hope that the Eagles franchise realizes that next year should be a point. I hope so, too. Because get a first-round pick. You hope that the other pick turns into a first round. Then you got two... I mean, Colts pick's probably going to be around 20 or so. It's 20, This year or like, next year? This year? This year is 21 exactly. I feel next year is going to be, I would expect it to like, be around the same. Between 15 and 20. Yeah, between 15 and 20. I see them, like, sneaking into the playoffs, unless Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz again. Um, but, yeah, get a good pick. Or two good picks, and then is uh third uh, the third rounds of this year. Um, so yeah, I just I hope that they realize next season's a punch. Me too. And for the yeah for the Eagles, it's kind of biggest. I thing. feel like what they should do, and this is why I wanted them to hire Deuce Staley. They should just make like a fun team. Like they don't have to be good. They should just get guys to have like camaraderie. And just be 
tightly knit. Oh, just like a like a like a Cavalier like a Cavaliers or a Knicks situation. Like they're not great teams, but they really like each other, and they like playing with each other, and they like playing mm-hmm. for the Eagles and the fan base. So that's why I would have liked Deuce Staley, a, a guy that had already been in the Eagles locker room and that guys already knew. I think that that would have been my preferred mm-hmm. head coach choice, but I think Nick Sirianni can still do a good job. He came over from San Francisco, right? Uh, no, he can't. He was the QB coach of the Colts. Okay, I'm definitely confusing him with someone, someone else. Yeah, uh, he had some sort of relation with... Oh, that was, uh, I mean, that was the biggest Sal- thing is Salah. I'm confusing him with Robert Salah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, don't, don't, don't mess up with Salah. Salah's amazing. I'm gonna miss watching him on the sidelines at night. Was he a fun guy on the sidelines? You don't remember? He would practically make Sports Center top ten by himself. Just how excited he would get whenever Bosa would come up with a sack. He like, he'd go running like. <laughs> was he like? Was he like? A, was he like McVeigh running on the field to congratulate his team? Almost, but it was very funny. Um, mm. All right. I mean, they also have a six pick this year, and if we're playing um, what if scenarios, if the Eagles draft a quarterback with the six pick, I that would be. I swear. No, it's like it's like they. No, 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 no it's like they draft. God. No, it's like if they, it's like it's like, okay. So. Here, let me. So let's say that let's say that Zach Wilson, uh, Lawrence are off the board. If they, well, that would be the funniest thing if Fields and Lance were on the board and they took Mac Jones. But they would. Actually, uh, Eagles drafting QBs hasn't been bad. It's kind of just. Um, no, not at all. Or they draft, like, or they take, like, because there's three, there's, like, a clear top three wide receivers, Chase, Wow, Smith. Then, like, we can look back in, like, a couple of years, and, like, they end up with the worst one out of the three. Like, what if they draft Devontae Smith, and then it's, and then he, like, proves to be too, like, lanky for the NFL or something. Like, his body type doesn't hold up, and he, like, keeps getting injured. Like, we saw in the Notre Dame game, like, he literally landed on his ass and, like, was clearly hurt on the touchdown. So, yeah. I, I think that'd be funny if Waddle and Chase just, like, succeeded so hard and then Smith was, like, okay or not even that great. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, wait, the Eagles – so, the Eagles have 637 and 70. And then 84 as well. And eighty four, and then everything after that's just a crapshoot. Everything after like one fifty, is just like a crapshoot. Oh, if you say everything after one fifty, then they got two fifths as well. Hold on, let me go to round round four starts at one of six. Round five starts at one forty six. Mm. Round five does not start at one forty six. Yeah. No, because the Eagles I'm have a fi- at- Eagles have a fifth round pick that's 139. I think you mean that's when the rounds end. 139 this year is to New England. Pick one third. I swear to God, it is on my. I'm screen. looking at the draft. I'm looking at the draft board right now. I'm looking pick at 139. Okay, what? Hold on. 
What what website are you on, first of all? I am on sporttrack.com. It's where I've been getting the salary. Spot, spot, spot rack. Yeah. Whatever. Sorry. Twenty. Okay. I'm going to the full because NFL draft. Okay. So round five, full 20. Okay. All right. Let me go to Tankathon. Fifth round. Okay. That's weird because this one says 129. Okay. So something's wrong. Yeah, I got 139 Eagles, 145 Eagles. Okay, something is terribly wrong. Basically, I think, yeah, in my personal opinion, like round five, we'll just agree. Round five on is just basically like, like there's no picks where you'd be like, whoa, that guy went way too high. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that on that. Um, but hopefully – the Eagles do something positive, considering how atrocious their drafting has been in years past. Um, but to round it out, I'm happy that Carson Wentz is getting a fresh start. Mm-hmm. I think this was a great move for the Colts. Um, this mm-hmm. could turn out to be not great, but I like the initial prospects of it. Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott, as of now, is the only 2016 drafted QB that is on the same team. Mm. That's wild. So, and will I think I or I don't think this is going to be the only time we're going to be talking about a big quarterback on the move because I think Adam Watson. Schefter was talking about Watson the Niners. Watson the Niners. If I put it out into the air, it might actually happen. If, I'm just saying, to the if it happens and we make a podcast on it, I just want you to sit silently and I'm just going to scream. Like a I'll little... sit silently. Don't scream. Just just be happy. Like a little schoolgirl. Okay. Just just be happy. I'm so happy. At, honestly, at this point, that seems like the only place that Watson eh, – well, no, because the Dolphins and the Jets. Like, go to a good team. Go to a good team. Oh, wait. He's in no trade clause, right? Watson? Yeah. Pretty positive he does. I don't know. I will actually look that up right now while you start rapping. Anyway, yes. As always, thank you for listening. All five to 12 of you. Exactly. We appreciate it. As always, make sure to check out theblackandwhite.net. We've still got some awesome stories going up by some awesome writers. As always, make sure to check out therutabaga.net for some high-quality satire courtesy of Walton High School. They posted a story after Rush Limbaugh's death that I found incredibly funny that I think you should definitely go check out. Will, have you found... Working on that 2012 Mac. Working on the 2012 Mac. Anyway, thank you all for listening. As always... Keep wearing your mask out in public. Maintain social distancing measures. Keep washing your hands. He does have a he does have a no trade clause. Yeah, that's okay. good to know. Everybody, stay safe. Will, thank you for coming on. It was You're a pleasure. Welcome. And please enjoy yourselves. Take care.